Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Welcome to our Roll Doll series, and we are reading Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Right, Pei? Mm-hmm. Yep, and we're in Chapter 12. What it said on the golden ticket. Charlie burst through the front door shouting, Mother, mother, mother! Miss... Oops, what is that? Oops. Miss Bucket was on the old... on In the old grandparents' room, serving them their evening soup. Mother, yelled Charlie, rushing... in on them like a hurricane. Look what I've got. I've got it. Mother, look, the last golden ticket. It's mine. I found some money in the street and I bought two bars of chocolate and the second one had the golden ticket. And there was crowds of people all around me wanting to see the shopkeeper and he rescued me or wanting to see it. And the shopkeeper rescued me and I ran all the way home until I'm here. It's the fifth golden ticket, mother. I found it. Mrs. Bucket simply stood and stared while the four old grandparents who were sitting up in their bed balancing bowls of soup on their laps all dropped their spoons with a clatter and froze against their pillows. It's about it, For about ten seconds, it was absolute silence in the room. Nobody dared speak or move. It was a magic moment. Then, very softly, Grandpa Joe said, You're pulling our legs, Charlie, aren't you? You're having a little joke. I am not, cried Charlie, rushing up to the bed, holding out the large, beautiful golden ticket for him to see. Grandpa Joe leaned forward and took a closer look at his nose, almost closer look, his nose almost touching the ticket. The others watched him waiting for the verdict. Then very slowly with with a slow and marvelous (coughs) grin spread over his face, Grandpa Joe lifted his head and looked straight at Charlie. The color was rushing to his cheeks. His eyes were wide open, shining with joy. In the center of each eye, right in the very center, the black pupils, a little sparkle of wild excitement, slowly dancing. The old man took a deep breath, and suddenly, with no warning whatsoever, an explosion seemed to take place inside of him. He threw up his arms, and he yelled, Yippee! And at the same time, his long bony body rose up out of bed and his bowl of soup went flying into the face of Grandma Josephine and one fantastic leap. Old fellow, 96 and a half, who hadn't been out of bed in the last 20 years, jumped on the floor and started doing a dance of victory in his pajamas. Yippee, he shouted. Three cheers for Charlie. Hip, hip, hooray. At this point, the door opened and Mr. Bucket walked into the room. He was cold and tired and he looked it. All day long, he'd been shoveling snow in the street. Cripes, he cried. What's going on in here? It didn't take him long. It didn't take them long to tell him what had happened. I don't believe it, he said. It's not possible. Show him the ticket, Charlie, shouted Grandpa Joe, who was still dancing around the floor like a dervish on in his striped pajamas. Show your father the fifth and last ticket in the world. Let me see, Charlie, Mr. Bucket said, collapsing into a chair, holding out his hand. Charlie came forward with a precious document. It was a very beautiful thing, this golden ticket, having been made... So it seemed from a sheet of pure gold hammered out of almost the thinnest paper, one side of it printed by some clever method in blackjack letters. 
This was the invitation himself, for Mr. Wonka read out loud, said Grandpa Joe, climbing back into bed again at last. Let's all hear exactly what it says. Mr. Bucket held the lovely golden ticket up close to his eyes. His hands were trembling slightly, and he seemed to be overcome by the whole business. He took several deep breaths. Then he cleared his throat and said, all right, I'll read it. Here we go. I'll read it. Okay. Because I know where it is. Okay, we're here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Greetings to you. This is the, what the golden ticket says. Yes, yes, I know. Oh, my gosh. Greetings to you. The lucky finder of this golden ticket from, from Mr. Willy Wonka. I shake you warmly by the hand. <coughs> it's okay. Tremendous things are in store for you. Many wonderful surprises await for you. Mm-hmm. Await you. For now, I invite you to come to my factory and be my guest for one whole day. You and who are lucky enough to find my golden tickets, I, Willy Wonka. Where are you? I, Willy Wonka, will conduct. Conduct. Will conduct you around my factory myself, showing you everything there is to see. And uh, afterwards, mm-hmm. um, afterwards, when mm-hmm. it's time to leave, you will have, you will be, you will be escorted, escorted home by, by a procession of large trucks. These trucks, I can promise you, will be loaded. With enough delicious eatables to last you an entire household for many years. If at any time, wait, if at any any time time three thereafter, you shall run, run out of supplies you have only to come back to the factory and show this golden ticket and i shall be happy to refill your cupboards with whatever you want in this way you will be able to keep yourself supplied with tasty morsels for the rest of your life but this by no means is the most exciting thing that will happen on the day you visit i am preparing for another surprise that are even that is even more marvelous and more fantastic for you and your beloved golden ticket holders i know what it is Mystic and marvelous surprises will that will entrance, delight, intrigue, astonish, and perplex your mind beyond measures. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine such things would happen to you. Just wait and see. And now, here are your instructions. The day I have chosen for the visit is the first day of the month in February. On this day, on this day, and on no other, you must come to the factory gates at 10 o'clock sharp in the morning. Don't be late. And if and you are allowed to bring with you either one or two members of your own family to look after you to ensure that you don't get into mischief. One more thing. Be certain to have this ticket with you. Otherwise, you will not be admitted. Signed, Willy Wonka. Oh, it said they could bring one or two people with them? Because everybody only brought one. Remember? Mm-mm. In the movie, everybody only brought one person with them. No, in the, 
movie I watched with my dad, they brought their parent, their mom and their dad. Really? Yep. Really? Yep, and then in my USB it said only one. Interesting, that's weird, okay. The first day of February, cried Mrs. Bucket, but that's tomorrow. I think you're crepe, said Mr. Bucket. I think you're right. You're just in time, shouted Grandpa Joe. There's not a moment to lose. You must start making preparations at once. Wash your face, comb your hair, scrub your hands, brush your teeth, blow your nose, cut your nails, polish your shoes, iron your shirt, and for heaven's sake, get all that mud off your pants. You must be ready, ready, my boy. You must get ready for the biggest day of your life. And now, don't overexcite yourself, said Grandpa. Miss Buck, don't overexcite yourself, Grandpa, Mrs. Bucket said, and don't fluster poor Charlie. We must try and keep everybody calm. Now, the first thing to decide is this. Who is going to go with Charlie to the factory? I will, shouted Grandpa Joe, leaping out of bed once again. I'll take him. I'll look after him. You leave it to me. Mrs. Bucket smiled at the old man and then turned to her husband and said, How about you, dear? Do you think you ought to go? Well, said Mr. Bucket, pausing, starting to think about it. No, I'm sure. I'm not sure I should. But you must. There is no must about it, my dear, said Mr. Bucket, gently. Mind you, I'd love to go. It'd be a tremendously exciting. But on the other hand, I believe that the person who really deserves it most of all is Grandpa Joe himself. He seems to know more about it than we do, provided, of course, that he feels well enough. Yippee, shouted Grandpa Joe, seizing Charlie by the hand and dancing around the room. He certainly seems well enough, said Mrs. Bucket, laughing. Yes, perhaps you're right after all. Perhaps Grandpa Joe will be the one to go with him. I certainly can't go myself and leave the three old people alone for a whole day. Hallelujah, cried Grandpa Joe. Praise the Lord. At that point, there came a loud knock on the front door. Mr. Bucket went to open it, and the next moment, swarms of newspaper and photographers were pouring into the house. Oh, they didn't do that part in the movie? I don't remember that part either. Yeah. All from down to the finder. Uh, oh, wait. Sorry, hold on. I missed the last part of that. Um, pouring into the house. They had tracked down the finder of the fifth golden ticket, and now all they wanted was to get a full story for the front page of that morning paper. For several hours, there was complete pandemonium in that little house, and it must have been nearly midnight before Mr. Bucket was able to get rid of them so that Charlie could go to bed. Oh my gosh, he was going to be so tired. He's going to be like you, like, can't wake up in the morning, huh? (laughs) Yep. Okay, on to the next.